The topic the Lord dropped in my heart, I love it. I just love the topic he dropped in my heart for you. And it's basically it's summarized in, in two things. Mercy, the mercy of God, and Jesus is Lord. So there is a connection in between them. Between the mercy and that Jesus is Lord. So we're going to walk through it and you are going to accompany me as we meditate and as we receive this word. But let's think about the mercy, the mercy of God together. What about that? I know you know in your hearts lots of word, thoughts of God that speak about his mercy. Do you remember when it says, oh Lord, your mercy is higher than the heavens. Oh, Lord, your mercies are new every morning. Oh, Lord, you're the father of mercies. So all over the scripture, we find and we hear, and it's almost like we can touch the mercy of God, the mercy of the father, the mercy of Jesus. And I would like us to read together in Psalm 145, verse 9. Can we read that together? Psalm, if you have your Bible, your telephone, your device. Book of Psalms 145, verse 9. In Spanish, we say that Psalm 145 is the psalm, is the chapter of tenderness. I encourage you to go home and go through Psalm 145. There is a lot of tenderness of God. Tenderness. Wait. That is a word not many people talk about, right? Tenderness. Tenderness. Well, there is a lot of tenderness in the heart of God for us. So the verse says, can you please read with me? The Lord is good to all and his mercy is over all that he has made. Let's do it again. The Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. So you can look at your right, look at your left, look in front of you, look behind. Mercy. Mercy of God. The mercy of God surrounding us. There is mercy in this place. Yes, there is. You know, I said one time I was talking to Pastor Young and I said, you know what, P.Y., it's not only because we have received the message of grace, but I have to tell you that since the very first day we walked into this church, we felt and we sensed the mercy of God, the grace of God. And you know what? It is welcoming. It is warm. It is something that you cannot explain with words, you know? The mercy of God. But you know what mercy is, don't you? Yes, you know. We may not have the intellectual words, but in our hearts and in our spirit, we know what mercy is. And we need it. I need it. We need it. We need it so much. So I believe this morning what the Lord wants to remind us is that yes, 
we have his mercy. Yes, we have received his mercy. Yes, his mercy is over all that he has made. Because I know when we look at the news and we hear about the bad news, people tend to say, where is God, right? Well, I can say today that the Lord is good to all. And even though I don't understand many things, God is God. And he is good. And while people tell us about the bad things, sometimes they don't tell us about the good things. Right? Ah, so that's another story. But <laughs> let's stay in the mercy of God. In the Bible, the word mercy goes beyond what the word mercy in your English dictionary is. Okay? So very simply, I can tell you that mercy in the context of the Bible mean, mean, means this. Loyal love. I love that. The mercy of God is loyal love. It is commitment. It is justice. It is loving kindness. It is compassion. What Pastor Paul has been encouraging us about, right? Show compassion. Listen to this. The mercy of God, friends, is covenant love. The mercy of God means covenant love. And when I look at my, my marriage ring, and someone is going to have one soon. <laughs> That's what is the love of God for you and for me. Covenant love. What does it mean? It is for a few days? For a few years? No. His mercy for us is forever. Covenant love. So every time we receive people in our house, it's the same. Because we're children of God. We do have this quality of God in us. We are merciful too, though it doesn't look like sometimes. And we will go there. But as children of God, we have that quality too. Amen? Covenant love. So that means it's not that I'm going to love a sister or a brother for a few days or for a few years. No, because of the love of God, I will love that sister or that brother forever. That's the love of God. Never ends. It is pure. It is transparent. It is awesome. It transforms. It changes us forever. Amen. So... The mercy of God is also a driving force. And you know that. The mercy of God is a driving force. And you have felt it, don't, haven't you? The mercy of God. It's a driving force. It's like when you cannot stop, you cannot stop, you have to go and reach out. Have you felt that way? It's just, you cannot just... Go away and leave that person like that. You need to reach out for that, piece, that person. It's something you cannot stop. The mercy of God, remember, it is a driving force. It's like God himself. He just couldn't leave his people just die in their sin forever. He couldn't, he couldn't wait for I mean, he couldn't um, just stay there passively. So that's why he sent Jesus. But the driving force is mercy. 
the driving force is love. So that is the mercy of God. That is the mercy of God. And you know what? In mercy, God is the one who initiates. He takes the first step. And as I was meditating on that, the thought came, do the same. We should take the first step in showing mercy, in showing love. I know many times we're just waiting, right? Oh, but if he's not going to say hi, I'm not going to say hi. <laughs> if, if he's not going to give me this, I'm not going to give him the, that. No, God is the initiator. We love him because he loved us first. Driving force. Driving force. Driving force. It cannot be limited. It cannot be contained. It is abundant. The grace of God is abundant, is infinite. The mercy of God is his delight. He delights in showing mercy to us. He loves it. He loves it. And um, meditating about this, and if you take notes, so point number two would be the mercy of God is connected and related to forgiveness. And we all know that, right? The mercy of God or mercy is connected or related to forgiveness. He forgave us. And so because he forgave us, we can forgive others. But it's only because he did it with us that then we can forgive. Yes, so the mercy of God is related to forgiveness all the time. I'm telling you, if there is no mercy in my heart, I cannot forgive. Hmm. I know sometimes if it's so hard to forgive, it's because there's no mercy here. For that person or for that situation. And God knows that. So that's why he teaches us to forgive. When we pray our Heavenly Father, he teaches us, right? Jesus teaches us and he says, well, we pray like this. Forgives us just like, our, just like we forgive others. Mm. Now, the mercy of God is also connected and related to salvation. Oh, by his mercy we are saved. Isn't it a relief every time you think about it? And I invite you right now to think about it. Think about how you were saved. What would happen if you weren't here? What would happen if you wouldn't know about God? about the love of God, about his forgiveness, about his redemption, about his love, about his mercy, about his tenderness. What would happen? Oh, Father, life would be so dry. Life would be so boring or lacking, cold, I would say. Because yes, it is right. We have seen people that apparently they look successful. There's a lot of resources, many stuff going on. But what about the heart? And I find many times there's lots of coldness. There's like no emotion. Or, uh, and, uh, and please, I'm not trying to condemn these people. No, I'm only describing 
because I believe what the Lord wants to remind us is when we have received the mercy of God, our life becomes better. It actually becomes a life. It actually becomes a real life. You know, sometimes people boast about the real this, the real that. But it's only when we find Jesus and his love. It's only when we find his mercy that only he can forgive me. Only he can forget about what I did. And sometimes I remind myself, oh, Lord, what about this and what about that? That it happened 20 years ago. He's like, what are you talking about? I forgot. That is the God we serve. He forgives us and remember our sin no more. He is the God that forgives and remember our sins no more. So if he doesn't remember them, why are we remembering them? Or even worse, why would I be reminding people of their sin? If, as we've been being taught in this church, and I'm so thankful for that, if the fact is that God has already forgiven our sin. Present, past, and future. He did it just because. He did it because he wanted to, and we're going, we're going to get into that. So, um, summarizing, the mercy of God is connected to forgiveness. He forgave us. It's connected to salvation. He saved us according to his mercy. Can you say mercy with me? Mercy. 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 Mm. Also, the mercy of God is connected to healing, and you know this very well. Every time people met Jesus and every time they asked for mercy, what happened? Jesus would answer them. Jesus would heal them. So don't get discouraged. It's like in my case, I was telling a friend, I have been praying for my eyesight since I was 13 years old. Well, I haven't been healed, but I'm still believing. <laughs> I won't get discouraged because he always responds. You know, that's the mercy of God. He, Jesus always responds. And you know what mercy is? Mercy is that Jesus heals you. Mercy is that Jesus stops it. He stops the situation. He stops the pain. He stops the whatever situation was doing harm to you. Because I know what Jesus hates. And one of the things God hates is affliction. You know what affliction is, right? Oh my goodness, the spirit of affliction. And I just knew recently that affliction is disease. But for me, affliction is also that spirit that wants to cling to you. And it is like a death thing. Because it only brings you down, down, down until you are almost, how do you say, on the floor? Crawling? Mm -hmm. That's the spirit of affliction, and Jesus hates it. So today, as Pastor Paul was saying, anyone here suffering from affliction, in Jesus' name, by the mercy of God, be free. By the mercy of God, we are free. We don't take it. 
we don't take care of it, we don't get used to it, in Jesus' name, we're free. We are free. Spirit of affliction, go in Jesus' name. We are free. We are free. So Jesus is the clear expression of God's mercy. Yes, he is. You know, <laughs> it's very interesting because in the Old Testament, they describe the mercy of God in many beautiful ways. But when it comes to the New Testament, mercy is action. Isn't it? I love it every time, a uh, few times in, in the New Testament, I don't know if you remember when Jesus was hanging out with some people, <laughs> some sinners, they call, right? And then the religious people were getting mad. Why are you hanging with those bad people? And Jesus said, you know what? Go and learn what this means. I want mercy and not sacrifices. In other words, sometimes it's just theory. Mercy sometimes can be, can, can be just theory. But for Jesus, he said at least twice, you go and learn. In other words, have the experience. As Pastor Paul teaches us, go and love on someone. Go and pay the lunch for someone. Just go and pray for that person. Just go and love on them. It's like Jesus said, go and learn what it means I want mercy, not sacrifices. Hmm, something to meditate about, right? Yes. So Jesus teaches us that mercy is action. Can you say that with me? Mercy is action. Mercy is translated into action. And that's what we do here every Sunday, every day at work, at home, in our families. We love, we keep on loving people. And sometimes we don't understand but that doesn't prevent us from exercising the mercy of God and the grace of God. Amen? So Jesus is the clear expression of the mercy because we deserved the punishment. Remember? Yes, we deserved punishment. But what he did on the cross, he received the punishment. So that you and I could go, could go free. So I repeat this. Jesus received the punishment so that you and I could go free. That's the mercy of God. That's why we cannot tolerate the accusation and the condemnation and the thoughts that try to keep people slave. That's why we keep singing and declaring and praying that we're no longer slaves. No, because of the mercy of God. Because of the mercy of God. But brothers and sisters, you know why I'm sharing this with you? Because one day I was at home. I had a situation with someone. And I just got home and I was so sad and I was crying. I always cry. <laughs> And I said, Lord, I'm not merciful. <laughs> I thought I had mercy, but I don't. So I was crying and crying, thinking, Lord, I'm not merciful. 
And I'm telling you, as I'm just complaining, because it was like a complaint. You know, it's like, it's not in my, in my things that I have fulfilled, you know, something like that. Ah, also, but it was kind of like, how come I'm not, I thought I was merciful, but I am not, because in this situation, I just, my heart was not there. But this is what happened, and this is what I wanted to share. This is what this message is about. So I just sat on, on the coach, and, and I just come down, and the presence of God started to fill me. And as the presence of God started to fill me, suddenly I burst, and I, and I yelled, and I said, Lord, it is because the mercy comes from you. It's not coming from me. I cannot make it. I cannot produce it myself. It's, so, it's impossible. I understood in those minutes as he is ministering to me, it was so real that I understood it's because mercy comes from you. So I need to receive it from you in order for my heart to know it and then in order for my heart to flow in it. So that's the next point. Our next point is mercy is to be received. Can you say with me, received? Mercy is to be received. Mercy is to be received. You know what? Because it's ours. You know what? Because God wants to do it. You know why? Because, because yes, just because. <laughs> Sometimes I say, Lord, your love is like kind of like a just because. And it reminds me of something very funny. My husband, right? Sometimes I go, Umberto, honey, I love you. I just go, you know what? I love you. And you know what his reaction is? Why? <laughs> and worse reaction, why did I do? <laughs> And I said, nothing. Nothing. You don't have to do a thing to be loved. Nothing. That's what love is, right? And, and <laughs> right now, you, I know in your mind, you're just, you're just remembering, right, about your spouse, your girlfriend, or your, your, your husband or wife. You remember that when you fell in love? Was there a Why? Not really. I always thought he fell in love with me because of my beautiful eyes. Forget about it. He never mentioned it. <laughs> and many years later, after we got married, etc., many years later, I said, Berto, do you like my eyes? Because <laughs> people would compliment me, right, and on other stuff. He never did. Why? Because he was in love with me just because just because now i know <laughs> that's the love is the driving force in god and oh my goodness we are the, the we have inherited that oh yes i know we have experienced it in different levels maybe but you have that you have that don't doubt about it, but you are able to love. You have the capacity to love. And in Jesus' name, we have to cut the lies 
Because I know the enemy comes and he tries to, to, to whisper into our ear, oh, that's because you don't love. Oh, that's because you don't know how to love on her or on him. Oh, forget about it. You don't have the capacity to love. You will never get married. Well, you know what, Satan? You're a liar. Because of the truth we're going to discover. So let's go to Romans, please. Chapter 9, verse 22 and 23. We need to finish that lie in Jesus' name. We do have the ability to love because he loved us. Just because, eh? Just because. <laughs> Just because. Mm -hmm. Driving force. Mm -hmm. Mercy is a driving force. So, um, to summarize this point, mercy is to be received. It's only when we receive it, it's only when we have the experience of it, when we have lived it, that we can then extended to others. Otherwise, we cannot do it, you know? I see that there's so much talk about mercy or so many organizations about mercy, but sisters and brothers, you and I know mercy is not a theory thing. You know, mercy is consistent. Mercy is not about putting up a show. Mercy stays. Mercy stays at the door of your heart, knocking and knocking and knocking until you say yes. Until you receive it. And when you receive it, the chains fall. And when you receive it, you are set free. And when you receive this mercy of God, when you understand it, that it is yours, that it's for you, you are free. You are free, you are free, you are free. So, Brothers and sisters, mercy is consistent. It stays right at the door of your heart. And it is Jesus. It is Jesus knocking and knocking and knocking. Is it today? You know what? Sometimes we have stuff, like situations. And uh, in my life, I have to stop and think. Like, okay, Marlies, do you really want to be free of this? Then you have to believe. So sometimes, and I was telling someone that sometimes we just get used to it. For example, we just get used to the affliction. We just get used to the depression. Oh, my goodness. And so you're suffering, but at the same time, you keep it. You know it's not good, but you're still holding on to it. And the mercy of God comes to the door of your heart. I want to set you free. I want to set you free. Do you want to be free? Yes. And I just remember Jesus right, asking some people, do you want to be free? Do you want, what do you want? Tell me, what do you want? And I give it to you. Lord, I want to be healed. Lord, I want to be free. Lord, I want to be free of the affliction. Lord, I want to be free of depression once and forever, like everything you do, Jesus. Like everything you do. Everything you do is once and forever. We are saved once and forever. 
We are healed once and forever. I remember when the Lord healed me from my skin disease. I had skin disease so bad. It was like everywhere. And the Lord healed me of that. I haven't had that. I remember when he healed me from migraine. It was awful. Three days in a row taking pills. I was so young. But he healed me and I have never ever had it again. We are forgiven once and forever. We are set free once and forever. Are we going to receive it? Yes. <laughs> We're saying yes, Lord. <laughs> We're saying yes, Lord. So Romans chapter 9, verse 22. We're going to read this carefully. In 23. And it says, this is Paul the Apostle. And he is in a chapter where he talks about the mercy of God and the election, how God chooses people. He says this. <clears throat> what if God, desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath, prepared for? 23. In order to make known, there is a purpose. In order to make known, what? The riches of his glory for vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory. 24. <clears throat> Even us, whom he has called. Not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles. In other words, brothers and sisters and friends, he is saying that God chose, he decided that the Gentiles, and who are the Gentiles? Sorry. Oh, oh, water. Yes, good idea. Okay. (laughs) So who are the Gentiles? Us, because we're not Jews. So he decided that we, that before we were vessels of wrath, meaning before we deserved destruction, but he decided, he decided, he decided, no, you are not destined, destined to destruction. He decided that we would be vessels of mercy. Can you say with me, I am a vessel of mercy. I am the object of his love. Oh, I am the object of his mercy. He is desiring to pour out his mercy on me. And I'm going to receive it. Oh, I am the object of his love. Yeah, can you say that with me? Let's do the exercise. Oh, I am the object of his love. Oh, I am the object of his mercy. He chose to love me. He decided to pour out his mercy on me. If he decided to have mercy on me, (laughs) then who can be against me? Then Then I can do anything. If I am forgiven, if I am free, I can do anything. 
If God is saying you are, your destiny is great, Pastor Paul all the time, right? Praise be to God and thank God for Pastor Paul. But he's always encouraging us, right, about our destiny. You guys are for great. You guys have a bright future. He's so encouraging. It's the truth. But but the contribution I would like to make, the contribution is if I have been forgiven, if God has decided that I am a vessel of mercy, then I can do anything. If he has decided to forgive me and forget about my sin, then I am brand new. As Pastor Pastor Young was preaching last Sunday, if he has removed all the sin, past, present, future, then you are brand new. Hmm? We are brand new. In Spanish we say, oh, I'm zero kilometer. Meaning I can start from zero. And that's what I said. One, um, let me share this with you. One time I'm sitting at the, on the coach. Yes, I'm always sitting on the coach. <laughs> Meditating, right? And I have a brochure uh, beside my bed that talks about certain program. I've been carrying that forever. The idea of doing certain program forever. Only because I went to, for training one time and they said, oh, you should be doing this. So it got stuck in my mind and I've been carrying the idea forever. But one day, because of the mercy of God, I love you, Lord. It's kind of like he opened my eyes. It's kind of like the, my eyes were open and I said, wait, I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. I mean, did God call me to do that? Not really. It was the other teachers who were calling me to do that. That's freedom. That is freedom, brothers and sisters. And so may the same thing be happening to you. And I do believe it's happening. That as the, the calling of God in your life is getting clear and clear, and some, suddenly you would realize, I don't have to do this. This is what I want to do because God called me to do this. So I was, you know, at home shouting and I said, Umberto, I am resetting. It's reset time. (laughs) Reset. I'm clear (laughs) and start again in Jesus' name because of the mercy of God. Do you think, do you think, my friend, if, if the apostle would be thinking, oh, I persecuted the Christians. I'm so bad. I killed so many Christians. Do you think he would be able to preach and write the big, beautiful, powerful letters he wrote? No, because he would be dwelling in the past. But I love it, and I learned from him that he says, but by the mercy of God, but by the mercy of God, but when the grace of God came, but when the mercy of God came, I was set free. Free to live, free to run, free to love. Amen. Because of the mercy of God. Because of the mercy of God. And we're we're almost finishing. 
And the, the last thing I want to share, last point, is that there is a connection in between the mercy of God and that Jesus is Lord. And I think you know already this. But maybe it's just the Lord wanting to remind us all today, this morning. So every time you go into the presence of God, and every time you receive from him, and you receive his love, and you, you receive his love, you receive his mercy, and somehow, my friend, I don't know how to explain it with English words or Spanish or whatever, but there is a dynamic a spiritual dynamic happening inside of you. Yes or no? Every time God touches your heart, right? Every time you feel his love, it's a driving force, and you just cannot say no. Right? And then you go, yes, Lord! That's like Lisa, right? <laughs> but that is what happens. I want to encourage you today. It's like a challenge, but a good one. Just take some time to receive the mercy of God. Just think about the many times, and that's between you and him, right? And only you know how many times. Somebody told me the other day, oh, I never knew the Lord rescued me from this, or I never realized that he, that he saved me from this, or oh, I did not realize he protected me from that. I'm telling you, when we do that, we just come to his presence, just him and, and, and us. And we let her mercy, her mercy, her mercy, her mercy, her mercy. There's no judgment in his mercy. There's no judgment. There's no judgment. He's not going to come to say, you remember that time? No, never. He's only going to put it out. He's going to put out love, put out love, put out love, and his love and you will know and at some time during that experience Jesus you are Lord a relationship is established because that is the purpose of his driving force is to establish a connection with you and it's a spiritual connection and friends, uh, sisters, and brothers, when that connection happens, your spirit, soul, and, and everything in you is able to say, Jesus, your Lord. When that connection happens, when you receive his love, his mercy, then you're able to say, my God. Then he's no longer the Lord, but he's your Lord. And you, then you start praying, my Lord, my God. There is a spiritual connection. When you receive the mercy of God, then Jesus is Lord. Because you know what happens when Jesus is Lord. When Jesus is Lord, he rules and reigns. When Jesus is Lord, you cannot say no. When Jesus is Lord in your life, you do what he says. When Jesus is Lord, you get to know him and he gets to know you. And then you are known by him and, you, and, he, and he's known by you. When Jesus is Lord. Friends, when Jesus is Lord, everything changes. Priorities change. 
then all of a sudden what you thought you had to do is no longer what you have to do. And then the calling of God comes to the top. What is the calling of God in your life? What is that thing, that dream that he planted in your heart? What is this, this thing in your heart? What is this that he called you to do? What is that desire he planted in you, but it's being like asleep? He wants to awaken it by his mercy. By his mercy. So we're going to close with this. When Jesus is Lord, there's no way you can go wrong. When Jesus is Lord, there's no way you can go wrong. Why? Because he leads. Why? Because you're going to leave him. Take the lead. So he's going to lead. He's going to guide you. He's going to lead you. He's going to teach you. He's going to say, forget about what people said about you. And now pay attention to what I say. That happens when Jesus is Lord. That's, that happened when Jesus is Lord. So when Jesus is Lord, and when, when you are in that moment, when you're in that moment receiving his mercy and grace, then you find a purpose. Then he reveals to you a plan. And then you know there is a plan, there is a purpose. And your life becomes meaningful. It's more than what you, maybe you're experiencing now. Life gets way better. So I would like us to <clears throat> close our eyes for a moment. And again, or bow your head. You don't have to close your eyes, but you just, or bow your head and, and listen, if, if you have been told or somehow you feel like you're living the life you're living because somehow God is punishing you, whatever, oh, Father God, I pray for the mercy of God. I just pray for the mercy of God to be poured out. That mercy of God that is free, that is abundant, that is infinite. And I pray, Father God, that your mercy will erase, remove all the negative stuff that being said. Father, and let us remember and engrave in our hearts implant in our hearts today that we are the objects of your love we are the objects of your mercy you decided to fill us with your mercy you decided to pour out your mercy you decided not to punish us but to set us free if you do that then who am I to continue to punish myself? Or who am I to punish others? Father, we pray, let mercy, let mercy, let mercy, let mercy flow. It is ours, but we need to experience it. 
We need to have the experience. We need an encounter with the mercy. And we thank you for the many opportunities you will and you are giving us to experience this mercy and love. This mercy and love. This covenant love. This commitment. This love without judgment. Love without judgment. It is love without judgment.